Thanks for joining me once again. I'm Brashard with Mind, Body, and Fitness, and you are listening to Coaching the Mind and Body Podcast. I hope everyone has been well and get ready for the holiday season. We know Turkey Day is almost here. I'm here to tell you once again that Lace Up and Get Active is here for you, and we are still warming up to give you a bigger and better experience. Now, there's only 10 spots available, so you want to get down and hurry up and make sure you click that link and reserve a spot. Don't put your goals on hold for the new year. The time is now. Now, let's get to this interview. We have another great one for you. I am interviewing a client, friend, a mother, a champion, um, and she's going to help us shed some light and inform you guys about PWS, which I just learned that is a very rare genetic disorder that can cause a a variety of things such as obesity, intellectual disabilities, possibility of shortness of height, and a few more. All right, ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome Meredith Carpenter. Meredith, how are you doing today? Doing good, thank you. Uh, First and foremost, just wanna say thank you for taking the time to talk with me. I know I already take up about an hour of your time during the week and you already got a busy (laughs) schedule. (laughs) But uh, thanks for taking the time to talk with me. Thank you, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. I hope, uh, what were you, what was your day like today, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, today, I was at home, all the kids are at school, and I was um, cleaning out uh, underneath my kids' beds and finding some surprises there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure every day is full of, full of mysteries and surprises. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Uh, if, you don't, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit uh, about your family. Yeah. Um, my name is Meredith Carpenter, and I am married to Daryl, and we've been married for uh, 16 years to my high school sweetheart. Um, we have four Congrats. kids, um, ranging from 14 to 7. We have awesome. three boys and a girl, and um, we live um, here in Florida, Winter Park, Florida. Nice, nice. Um, awesome. Yeah, you guys got a, you guys got a great bunch. I think I met... Uh, two of your kids and awesome kids. <laughs> um, and man, I definitely do love, uh, I definitely do love me some winter park. It's a, a great area. Yes. We love it too. Do you have a, do you have like a, a favorite restaurant in the area or maybe a, a favorite go-to place? Uh, we do, you know, my most recent favorite is Osprey, which is in actually in Baldwin park, but, um, mm-hmm. it is definitely worth checking out. We love it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. That's something I feel like I might've heard of it, but there's always like new restaurants popping up all the time over there. Yes. They've got, it's a beautiful area. Good walking right on the lake or by the lake rather. Yeah. So, uh, let me ask you. What does fitness mean to you? Um, let's see. When I think of the word fitness, I actually, I feel like my mind immediately goes to wellness and just like overall wellness. And so when I think of fitness, I guess I assume more people think of just the body. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really think of um, just like wellness for the mind, body, heart, and soul. And um, yeah. Or maybe it's more that that's more appealing to me, like that overall wellness. 
Yeah, no, that's no, that's great. And it's and it's pretty much it's a open world for you to find what's important for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, as time goes on, you know, those those priorities, those things do change and you know, it's it's your it's your own world to, you know, redefine what that means over time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, wellness, um, my mental health wellness, that's definitely a, a huge priority and should be a, you know, a priority number one, if, if anything, uh, you know, that's just because, yeah, you know, your mental pretty much just runs everything that, you know, it's, it's in everything you do in your daily life, you know, how you work, how you work with your family, how, you know, your motivation, your outlook on life and everything like that, you know, mm it's all connected and it all uh, affects you in many different ways. Mm. Yeah. Um, I remember you, you spoke of, I remember you spoke of PWS and I remember you speaking of, of challenges in that space. If, if you wouldn't mind sharing some more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, our daughter who's third in line. She's 10 now. Um, her name is Catherine Pierce, but goes by her nickname KP. Um, she was diagnosed with a um, genetic syndrome when she was three weeks old. And um, yeah, it's called Prader-Willi syndrome, goes by PWS for short. Mm-hmm. Um, so that rare uh, genetic syndrome, it occurs one in 15,000 births. And it's um, anyway, when we talk about fitness, uh, I think where it came up when you and I were chatting was that um, it is the most uh, common genetic cause for life-threatening childhood obesity. Mm-hmm. And so, um, in other words, uh, kind of the main feature of the syndrome is that our daughter was born without the ability to feel full. So she, um, her brain doesn't read satiety. And so there's kind of a constant um, mindset around, uh, mindset isn't the right word, but a uh, uh, just desire yeah, yeah, yeah. for desire for food. Um, yeah. and so in accompanying that, that's the main, uh, it's the main thing and it's actually called hyperphagia, but, um, the other characteristics of the syndrome are like a super high anxiety, mm-hmm. um, lots of behavioral challenges, um, kind of like OCD and, uh, yeah. emotional outbursts and, Anyway, just to say it's a complex um, thing that she was born with and that we found out about when she was three weeks old. So just to. So if you no, I mean, I'm I mean, that's crazy to hear. I remember you first told me about it and I was like, wow, you know, like that as something I've never even heard of, you know, so that was the first. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, yeah. You know, of course, there's some leading ones that I guess like take, uh, you know, kind of just take over in a sense of uh, awareness, but that is a, yeah, that's an interesting uh, genetic disorder. And how, what was fitness like for you during that time when you started realizing um, uh, PWS? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I Were you really I'm... active at the time? Were you... Yeah, I think that I um, actually was. So she was my third. So, I, you know, I felt comfortable kind of knowing how to keep my, like, how to stay fit. Mm-hmm. I basically realized, like, man, staying fit when you're pregnant 
is um challenge it's well a challenge but it's such a win like you yes, already you know you're you're feeling um uh like low energy and kind of hormones and mm-hmm. um emotions all over the place and so i actually found that like staying fit um I feel like each baby I chose like a different way to be safe fit, like whether it was swimming or running or, um, and so anyway, I, I did stay fit. Um, and then interestingly enough, right after I had our daughter, um, and we, we were in the NICU with her. And so, um, I just remember being, uh, it's like, I lost so much weight right off the bat because I couldn't eat. I was so anxious. And, um, and then, um, yeah, it felt like right away, kind of, even though that seems like that should be a positive, you know, you're always trying to get off baby weight. It's, um, it basically just reflected that I, all the care immediately went to her, including right. almost like the nutrients with yeah. breastfeeding and all that. And so, yeah. um, yeah, I think the, the, the process for me has really been learning like how to, when you are needed to care for someone else kind of this the care giving role um that it makes it like all the more important that the caregiver is um is healthy and fit and mm-hmm. um, available you know like has yeah. uh, resources or things to give from their own tank um so how do you I've been along the way no i no, I believe, and no, that's a great what you said, and that you found, like each pregnancy, you kind of found a different way or whatever way worked for you at the moment to stay fit and stay healthy. And I think that is fantastic. You know, um, there are many ways to be healthy and to stay fit. And for such a for such a time, like do what feels right, do what mm-hmm. do what speaks to you at the moment, and yeah, like you know, do what's comfortable. And yeah. and everything will kind of work out for it best. And, you know, just take it one day at a time. Yeah. Everyone jokes about you have like a certain food that you lean towards with each pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same with working out, like letting your body, like, what do you feel like doing? Yeah. Um, and going with that uh, as far as when it comes to exercise. So let me ask you, how has... How has um, dealing with the child that has PWS, how has that mm-hmm. affected nutrition in the house? Mm. So uh, it was very interesting. She, so she essentially was, you know, put on a diet from day one. She couldn't have milk or, um, and uh, we go to a doctor every six months or we did at that point. And um, now mm-hmm. we're to once a year but, um, where they basically gave us her diet. Um, and, um, but one thing that was a gift to me is that we, the specialists that we go to, there aren't very many in the world that know even what Prada really is, but she does. And she was, um, she just helped us realize like, you're going to want to change everything all at once. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm going to teach you that this is over a lifetime. Like she doesn't just need this care for the day or for the month. Like she needs it for her whole life. And so we're going to start small. So I remember in the beginning feeling like I really wanted to have like food that wasn't good for you in the house. Yeah. (laughs) It was like my rebellious. It's natural. 
yeah. um, just not wanting um, everything to have to change right away. And mm-hmm. so I felt like almost the permission that it's like, that's okay. She can't have that, but why don't we slowly start to learn about what are good snacks that are healthy for her? Mm-hmm. So for her, it would be things like a snack that has um, high fiber and low yeah. in sugar. Um, and so I had never been someone who had looked at um, kind of the back of what was in foods. And so that was new for me and learning to um, start small and, and, uh, and mess up too, like sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I look back and I feel grateful that she presented it as like, this is going to take time to learn this and, and to choose a new lifestyle. And so for our daughter, the biggest thing is that food can't be out and about. Um, mm. so not only does she have a specific diet and there's foods that, you know, just sort of, I always describe it as she kind of eats, um, like an older adult who, you know, is, is trying to care for themselves. So she just eats, um, yeah. you know, like meats and veggies and, mm-hmm. um, fruits or just, uh, more of like a paleo or a whole food diet, but, um, yeah. we never go anywhere uh, where, uh, there's always something we can find on them. Generally, most menus will have something she can have. So, yeah. Okay. No, that is that is awesome. Um, and I know that, and it's kind of like bittersweet, but it's like made you more awareness. You know, it kind of forced you to be more aware of how do you eat, how does the family eat, mm. what are what are like some triggers, not just for her, but now for everyone. You know, what are some, I guess, things of that nature. No, um, absolutely. No, that's um. I know that's interesting and that's I know that's like a, a daily challenge. Do you guys do you guys uh do you guys cook in a lot? Or do you guys what's your Yes, we do. And then we've also learned um how to order for her mm, yeah. you know when we go to restaurants. Um but restaurants are really hard, so we actually don't um we don't do them a ton with her. Um, but I think a lot of parents would say, you know, going to a restaurant with your kids is not the easiest, uh, or <laughs> in general, so, yeah. it's not the easiest. Yeah. yeah. It's not the so. easiest. Um, but, um, yes, I would say she, I've learned so much from um, caring for her. And mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, for our family, I guess it's just the same. Like if you, I would say most people probably have the experience of when you're around a friend who kind of eats healthy, when you're with them, you tend to pick healthier options. And sometimes you look look over at their food and think, well, that looks good. (laughs) You know, when you're eating the donut or the, um, you know, maybe something that's not super healthy. And so she has certainly um, taught me that it's uh, healthy foods are a lot more accessible than I first thought. And, um, um, I think it's also made me compassionate about a lot of people who do have to eat differently for their health. Like that you have to be pretty rigid around their eating habits. Um, and so that's just kind of given me a awareness of that as well. So, um, no, I, I, I definitely agree. How have, uh, let me ask you, how, now that you, have you met, um, 
what are the conversations like when you meet other parents of special mm-hmm. needs? I remember, you know, I remember you were telling me that, you know, you're you're a part of some groups, I believe, and you've been trying to, you know, reach out and be part of those um, outreaches. Yes. I, yeah, I guess I was just realizing how um, similar to the, how I was talking about the food in the beginning, I was hesitant in the beginning of her life to make new friends based on the fact that people had, you know, a child with special needs. And more recently, my, I mean, my daughter's 10 years old, but I just realized that um, that was something I was really longing for was to have um, friends who have um, shared experiences. And even if the diagnosis is different, um, it felt like a healthy choice for me to Mm -hmm. have people who, um, you know, understand uh, yeah. the what the burden is and, and the, and the challenges. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I always think of it as like when I had my other, uh, I had two boys when I had our daughter and one of the biggest connecting points was going to the park and talking to moms. And, you know, you're, you're talking about the hardships, but all with like a deep pride over your child, mm. you know? So it's not yeah. like you're distant on your child. You're just, you're connecting on like, wow, a lot of this is parenting gig is hard. Yeah. And it's so, a badge of, it's like a badge of honor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I think I was realizing I would love to have more connection with um, other moms oh. and, who have special needs, children with special needs and um, just to connect in the hard spots and support each other. And yes, um, that's huge for just your, just, just speaking mental health. That is just right. huge, you know, you know, everyone's in different situations, you know, economically, um, you know, in life in different stages. And most times just having someone to talk to or having someone to relate to having someone to, you know, share in, you know, some of the struggles and some of the, the wins, you know, is monumental in mental health, which will, you know, trickle down into your daily life and your overall physical health. Yeah. And what's, you know, it even makes me think of with you, like I, um, or in the same way that I, I have gotten more courageous about like accepting my own needs and then going and looking for people who can match that need, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, they're that or So this mom, if she struggled with that, maybe I can get some encouragement and from her, mm-hmm. I feel like, um, similarly physically, like when I reached out to you, it's funny how I feel like almost that step of like reaching out uh, to a personal trainer and realizing like, I want, I would like to have someone who's good at this and who can motivate me in this. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to like borrow from their strength in that area. Yeah. Um, and one of the things my daughter has taught me, which is like such a beautiful truth is just like watching that she requires a lot of help throughout her day mm-hmm. and just to get, you know, that she, um, as of now will always live with someone, you know, won't be able to live independently, but I just came to see like dependence differently that, um, mm-hmm. that it's this beautiful way of like interconnectedness with others. Um, yeah. And that there's no like shame or guilt around yeah. help in different areas. And anyway, I just think that applies to like both in friendship or, you know, wanting friends, yeah. you know, children with special needs or reaching out to you with the thought of like, Hey, I really want to 
care for my body, but I tend to overlook it because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so in tune with the needs of my children that I kind of set myself to the side. And, um, anyway, so. No, I, no, man, Meredith, I, I'm trying to lend all the energy you need. Anytime, uh, any motivation, <laughs> any kind of pick me up, you know, listen, I got a, I got a whole bucket. I got a whole bucket full. But wow. I mean, listen, even, even the motivators need motivation, you know, and mm-hmm. we're, we're all fixed with, we all, you know, think about it. We all have so much energy throughout the day and we, you know, we're all, we're already spending it, whether it's trying to work, trying to take care of family, trying to take care of X, Y, Z, you know, some, a lot of times it is, it's good to like, yeah, to be able to understand that, like, you know, as, as much as I can do, I can't do it all by myself and I need to, you know, reach out, you know, and that's, and that's, that's friendship, relate any type of relationship, you know, like that trickles down to, you know, everything, you know, you have to be able to, yeah, you know, in my mind, I'm a superhero. I could do it all. But in reality, you know, there's, <laughs> there's times where I'm dragging and I'm looking at maybe my fellow trainer and I'm like, man, they're, they are on their grind and they're working. I need to continue working. You know, it's all, you know, you know, it's okay. Um, and that's important. That's part of community. That's part of, you know, people helping each other. Um, and there's ways that in the future she's going to be turning around and helping and people might be depending on her for whether it's wisdom, knowledge, motivation mm-hmm. and whatnot, you know, you and because yeah. you are, um, you know, taking your health, your mental health and, you know, eating and you're taking care of yourself and you're making that a priority, you know, and you're dealing and you have a, a child with special needs. A lot of parents may be in your in a similar situation or or whatever their situation might be, might be looking at you as you might be their motivation or you might be their source of inspiration or whatever it might be, you know? So it, it might seem that, you know, so you like, you just, it's one of those things like they say, like, you know, you never know who's watching or who's paying attention or who's listening, you know? But um, yeah, motivators need motivators. And I'm, I'm always here to, to help you uh, where it's necessary, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that is great. Um, here, give the, give the audience a little idea. How long have we been working out? It's probably been like, give or take a few years now. Yeah. Cause it was before COVID. So I feel like yeah. COVID feels like it was like 10 years, but, um, but yes, I, I was thinking back, I don't know the date, but I, um, I actually reached out to you cause I had had an injury, a shoulder injury. Mm, um, yeah. I had, <laughs> I, I look back and laugh because I, I did, um, an exercise where, you know, some gym had like a 30 day, like, you know, come and do this every day. So I did that. I went in and, and realized that I wasn't as young as I used to be and got an injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I remember thinking, I want to work out again, but I don't want to get hurt. I want to be like kind to my body. Yeah. Um, and so you were super helpful in like coaching me on, um, I feel like even in the beginning, (laughs) just like telling me to not, I think when you're younger, it's like, everything is like a high intensity workout, you know, and just learning how to, um, for example, like add in stretching and just listen to my body. Um, Mm -hmm. 
in the midst of a workout. And so, um, yeah, again, it was just so helpful to have someone else's expertise to borrow from, um, and to be able to start working out again and caring for my body and for it to be fun instead of, um, I don't know, just like, yeah. Or like, um, kind of like on repeat, like rinse, wash, repeat, like same exercises with a lot of, I do try to give you a lot of like variety and try to kind of keep you on your toes. Exactly. No. Um, so question. So you came in with a shoulder injury, but how has your shoulder been since that time? Well, I, um, it's been so much better. I was able to, um, I mean, I had, I went to physical therapy and one of the things when I left, you know, you do a couple sessions was like, just continue to strengthen this area. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that was kind of the assignment coming into you. And I, um, I've just continued to do that. And that has, um, uh, again, just made it so much more enjoyable because if it mm-hmm. is sore, then I know how to tend to it versus like just push through, you know? Yeah, no, um, that is, that is true. And I actually just wanted to actually recap on a point you on what you said earlier on, you was just kind of diving into a gym that was just offering a promotion, but you know, mm-hmm. and it's an, it's very important that everyone, like if you're, if you're not in tune with yourself, if like mm-hmm. working out fitness is not like your forte, something that you do often that, you know, it's a new area. You really got to understand what you're getting into because mm-hmm. yeah, you know, as beneficial as it can be, if you're not doing it right, it can be equally, if not more detrimental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause it definitely took me out of working out for a while. And that was, that was discouraging. Yeah. And yeah, just, yeah, I was just about to say it just mentally, you're probably like, uh, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. You know, yeah, but that's, uh, yeah, you know, so it's definitely important that you, you understand. And even if it's only for a month or only if it's for only for a few sessions, like everyone should look for, um, if you're a beginner or if it's just, or if it's just been a long time, even if you were like an athletic, an athlete as a, as, as a, you in the youth or in your youth, if it's been so long, you should probably seek someone to try to find that baseline, that foundation, um, you know, so you can then build up in the right direction. And sounds like that's what, that's what happened here. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so what other type of, what else have you noticed from working out? Have how has maybe clothes felt? How have, how has your movements and abilities maybe have changed since that time? Mm. I think um, I think the biggest thing for me has been uh, like almost um, I guess like an awareness around my body of like even though. Um, For example, like where my weight has gone up and down in different seasons or when I've like stepped away for the summer and come back, I just, I feel like the biggest thing I have gained is, well, both just like overall strength. I feel, um, Mm -hmm. feeling stronger and enjoying that. Um, and then also I think just like an awareness of if my, my, um, well, it's t- even when you're talking about clothes, like, okay, it's nice to wear, I enjoy wearing clothes 
that um, feel more comfortable because um, I'm not like hiding parts of my body. I'm more proud of my body. And not only Mm -hmm. am I proud of like how it looks, but it would be more like, I'm proud of myself for caring for myself. Like, yeah, yeah. Again, I don't know if this just comes from the caregiving role, but I think it's, it is, um, it would be like, almost natural and okay to say like I can't do it I don't have time you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I, I yeah. feel like I have the good reasons to justify oh I I can't you know put myself first and I just feel it's kind of it's interesting that it's been the opposite for me that like oh I actually have to get better at like having boundaries mm-hmm. um in my life and and how I care for my body because um then I can go and be with my family in a way yeah. that um, I'm available to them. And so if it's yeah. going out on a date with my husband and enjoying that, like I like to get dressed up because I feel good about my body. Like that's an important thing. And, yeah. and, um, no, that's a great a fun and, thing, you know? Yeah. And I think you're, and yeah, like you, I like what you said in terms of awareness and more understanding. And I think where you're mm-hmm. trying to also go, it's like, you know, whether you're up, you know, maybe two, three pounds or you're down to two, three pounds, you feel like you have more maybe understanding in what is happening and you have more confidence in, you know, changes through the seasons. Yes, that's, yeah, that's exactly, that's right. That was kind of this thought I started on, which is, yeah, I think in the past, I thought like you get somewhere and you stay there, almost Mm -hmm. like you get to the finish line and then you got to the finish line. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and that's not at all how it is no, I mean, like as as you know like I feel like I go on summer break I kind of tank in a lot of ways but mm-hmm. I have I I just learn like it's okay I'm on this um again they say this with like especially these moms like it's a marathon like you this is not a sprint so if you're prepping for the sprint like you will tuck her out but yeah you can kind of go with like the ups and downs of like some days are really easy. Some days are really hard. And I just feel like with my body, I'm like, sometimes I'm not, um, yeah, I've slacked off and, and, um, but you came right back to it. Yes. But I just keep showing up. I feel like the funny thing is, is when you, um, when you kind of perceive life as that finish line thing, it just feels like the, it takes the wind out of your sails. Like it makes you not sign up to show up again the gym or not eat healthy because you're mm-hmm. um you know wanting to do it perfectly and so um maybe it's helped me lay down some of my perfection around um around fitness and just like let it be mm-hmm. um accept the ups and downs a little bit more and be gentle and kind to myself as life happens for sure, you know? for sure. and uh, yeah we've definitely I mean we've had all types of conversations and we've and even the workouts itself just shows like you know we're taking everything one day at a time and Mm -hmm. we're and we're built and we're building one day at a time and you know some days some days you come in and you're you're full of energy and you're ready to crush it Mm -hmm. some days you're kind of like eh, i'm here (laughs) you know (laughs) i i made it you know but you still came you know but like showing up is the biggest is the biggest challenge that's the biggest that's no, the it's, hardest part, you know, most times. That is so true. I mean, honestly, there's sometimes when I'm, I'm coming from a parenting moment where I'm like, I feel like I want to cry. Yeah. But, and 
But again, like something healthy for me is like, I'm going to go work out. And this is kind of a way to release like that frustration or anxiety or, Mm -hmm. um, and it really does help. Yeah, I've I've definitely seen you come in on some days and I'm like, we're just gonna start to work out. Like, you know, like you You're like, oh, this is gonna turn into a counseling session. Yeah. Like we like yeah, like it's time to start to work out. She is fired up. She got some stuff to get out. Let's get to it. But I mean, yeah, you know, it's but that's just how it is. And I'm I'm glad that you've and but you've and I feel like you've consistently after the workouts felt like the the happiness, the proudness, the joy of like, you know, and the the appreciation of like, you know, getting through the other side of it. You know, yeah. whether whether, you know, sometimes it was just just the biggest mental part, you know, because I, I think there was like a day where we just kind of took it slow and, you know, just started off with some stretching and yoga and then just worked our way to some weights, you know, just kind of flowed with what was going on. Yes. And that's just and that's how life should be. You know, you're mm-hmm. not always going to, you know, every season is not going to be the same. You know, every, you know, sometimes you're going to have to just take it slow. Some days you, you know, some days, you know, sometimes family is just where, where your focus and energy is at and you just got to do what you can when you can. But I always liked and appreciate, you know, you showing up, you give me what you got. And I mean, you always work hard. So I know at the end, you always seem like, all right, you just had to pick me up, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah know? it's, it's so like, true. you just, you've been putting out energy and now you've came in the gym and you just got, you just kind of, you just got poured into you know, mm. you're you're pouring into others. You just came in the gym and now you just got poured into you. And now you're ready to go back out there. And, you know, now you're back recharged, ready to pour into others again. I love that. That is, that is. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, listen, you know, it's working out and health and wellness and living that, you know, number one, it's for you. You have to do it for you. But man, it does, it does affect and help a lot of people around you. You know, especially those closest to you, you know, it has such an effect and yeah. every, and everyone's watching, everyone's listening and, you know, and everyone's kind of energy is bouncing off of each other. So if you're doing your part, it's going to, you know, that energy is going to continue and help other people do their part. Mm-hmm. So let me, let me ask you a question. Any advice for um, parents with uh parents with a special needs child? Yes. I, my two thoughts is one, one's just a thought. My first thought for them is I want to tell them that they're doing an amazing job. And that when I see them out and about, I see a fierce love for their child. And I think, man, um, how courageous they're going about their life as they're faced with hardships, both for them and their children. And, um, I, I, I think my advice for them is just <laughs> yeah, what whatever. Stubborn, yeah, what stubbornly has taken me a long time to accept, but it's kind of what this whole conversation has been around is just don't um, don't try to go it alone. Like uh, there is mm-hmm. such uh, beauty and strength to be had in relationships yes. um, with other people, and I don't. There's probably something that pops up in your mind when you think of I would like a little help here. Mm-hmm. And, um, I would say just like have courage and taking the next step, step and, and realizing that somebody's really good at that. And so asking for help from them, like me calling you Brashard and asking for help, it's, um, your yeah. area of strength that I can borrow from. And I just, um, 
I think it can be pretty isolating parenting in general. And so um, sure. I would say lean in and, um, and ask for help. And uh, I, yeah. I bet you will be surprised and um, the resources that pop up. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, you, that's very huge for everything you just said. It's, you know, I'm pretty, if you try to buy, if you, I'm pretty sure it can be isolating and you're, you're going through a lot and you're processing a lot and you're figuring out a lot and, you know, it probably feels like, you know, oh man, we're probably the only ones. But once you step yeah. out, once you step out of that bubble, once you put yourself out there, you realize, you know, there's a lot of people who might, who share what you're, you know, share the same struggles or understand the struggles or can help you get past those. So, you know, you can never, so, and, and all in asking for help is never, shouldn't, is never frowned upon, you know, mm. you know, never be afraid to ask for help. Most times, every time it, it only results in, you know, a door being open and, uh, you know, a new idea, a new direction, even if it was something negative, a lot of times you could take something positive, you know, from that, you know, and, and use it for yourself. Mm. Um, but I mean, this has been a great conversation. I think there's been a lot of things to take away from, um, a big thing I think you would agree is like we just said is mental health is very important and, um, and taking the time to understand your mental health, to understand your position is extremely important. Um, understanding that you, you don't have to go through this alone. Um, and reaching out is very important and finding that community, finding that group. Uh, yeah, it's just, it, it would do wonders for you, your family and so forth. And you'd be surprised on how much you yourself would have to contribute to that group, you know? Yes. It's a give and take relationship. Also making sure you're taking care of yourself, uh, you know, find that community, but make sure you definitely take care of yourself. So that mental health and wellness, take care of yourself physically, because if you can't, if you're not taking care of yourself, you know, you can't, it's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to take care of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've said it before, you know, when you're, when you're on the plane, when you're on a, when you're on a, a ship, what they say, they tell you to put your life vest on first before you help someone put on their life vest. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, your kids, they depend on you. They're paying attention to you. They're watching you, you know, and they're, and they're absorbing all of your habits and things of that nature. So, but yeah, take care of yourself. It would just help you that much more. It'll, it'll help you mentally. It'll help you with your energy. It would help you with your mood and your hormones, you know, your outlook on life. There's, there's so many uh, things that could help you. Like we said earlier, you know, whatever that speaks to you, go that route first. You know, if, um, um, you know, if you just like to go on walks, you know, start there. If you, if you are, you like swimming, start there, you know, or if you already, if you're already used to the gym or, or, uh, you know, then, you know, Hey, just walk on back in and, and, you know, mm-hmm. find that starting ground and just get back into gear. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never too late. It's never over. Uh, and there's no such thing as being stagnant. You know, there's no, there's no middle ground. You're either moving forward or you're moving backwards. Um, so always, keep that in mind and and just take it one day at a time um find someone if you can uh, a trainer 
uh, a trainer, uh, maybe a group class that has a trainer and that is someone that is helping explain form and mechanics or, you know, just pull someone aside and ask uh, maybe someone in the gym that is displaying some form if they could just help you out. Asking for help, like I said, goes a long way. Um, oh, and, you know, if you're thinking about what, if I were to take care of myself in the gym, what should I do? Well, yes, lifting weights is extremely important. Um, but understand that being flexible and being mobile should be your number one priority, especially if you're an older adult. If you're in your 30s, 40s and up, it's extremely important as, as you age. And that will help you lift weights better. It'll help you do your daily activities better. That would help you take care and chase your kids better. Um, Meredith, um, is there any last and final words you would like to say, share, or promote? Yes. Uh, one is, yeah, when we're talking about if you're in Orlando, then you should go to, uh, you should hire Brashard because he's amazing. And, (laughs) (laughs) um, and I, yes, I always think of it as like, um, if you're trying to get over the hump of like spending money on something, I just think um, to see it as like an investment in yourself. Mm -hmm. And um, I think again, when you're parenting or if you're a parent, um, you spend money on your kids and you do it because you, you see them as a worthwhile investment and Mm -hmm. you want them to grow or to heal or to learn things. And so just give that same, um, kindness and attention to yourself. And then just for someone, I think any mother or parent could benefit from these, but if you're on Instagram, I wanted to mention, uh, two handles of just, um, one is called it's at we are brave together mm-hmm. and it's a nonprofit that provides, um, just opportunities to gather, connect with other parents who, um, are dealing with children with any type of need you might not even throw yourself in that special needs category but um i've learned that all of my kids uh you know bring things to the table so um the other one is at amanda.griffith.atkins and she is a mental health therapist that speaks to um uh, when you were mentioning mental health, Brashard, just the, a lot of the thought process or things that might cross your mind as a special needs mom and just not to feel alone in those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is another follow um, where you might find some encouragement and just know that you're not alone and that um, you're doing a great job. So awesome. No, for sure. And I will have both. I would have uh, those two handles in the in the description so you uh so anyone out there you'll be able to uh find this information and yeah that's and great. go forth from there and yeah uh meredith thank you thank you thank you for taking the time to talk with me to share a little bit about yourself your family and life and talk health and wellness with me awesome thank you brashar this has been fun yes so from here on we're back in the gym back to work Yes, sir. All right, let's do it. You have a great day. <laughs> See you soon. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, Meredith. Thank you. That was awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Bashar. Good luck on it. Uh, I'm impressed that you're doing it. So. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I hope I made you proud. I hope it felt good, sound good. 
and sure. and I will uh I'm, right? Yeah, I'll let you know and I'll uh, I'll let you know when it's up. Okay, cool. All, All right. right. Have a good All day. Right. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Another interview in the books. Guys, thank you for tuning in and listening to Merritt and I discuss life, health and wellness, and PWF. Please check out the information in the description if you want to learn more about PWF. Now, before I let you go, I do want to announce my Eat to Live, Not Live to Eat nutrition program. Now, this program does come with weekly group calls and a one-on-one private call to discuss life, health, and wellness, and more. If you want to make some changes in life, if you're looking to shake things up or just get healthy, this is a great place for you. Please click the link in the description to see all the available programs. And if you haven't, like, subscribe, and share so we can help reach more people and change more lives. Guys, I'll see you next week. Take it easy.